Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Bass Thumbs Fishing Podcast, where we are constantly trying to keep our thumbs ripped up. Man, it is 2022 now, and we have an incredible show tonight with Mr. Matty Wong, Elite Bassmasters Series Pro, and I'm just really excited about it. But before we get into that with Matty and talk a little bit about his success this year, uh, I just want to say, I hope everyone had a great holiday season. I hope you guys all stayed safe out there. Um, a lot of people getting sick. I'm a little sick right now, to be honest, but uh, I just hope everyone's just staying safe and I hope you guys had a good new year's and 2021 is now behind us and we are now in 2022. Can't even believe I'm really saying that right now. It sounds weird. 2022, but a lot of us are looking forward to this year and man, I got my new kayak in the shop. I got the Bonafide P127 getting rigged out right now over at Kayak Fish Supplies in San Diego. Uh, going to have a lot of cool accessories on that thing. It's going to it's going to almost look like a like a really expensive bass boat, but it's going to be a plastic boat and it's not going to have an outboard, but it's going to have almost everything else you can imagine on on it. So going to be going two graphs this year along with the active target. And then the motor guide XI3 on the front. And man, Carrie's just doing a phenomenal job over there at Kayak Fish Supplies in San Diego. So I'm just stoked to get that thing out on the water. And huge shout out to Bonafide Kayaks for that new P127. I'm really excited to fish from that platform this year. And let's see. Also, we got the ABA Kayak Series. They opened their registration for Lake the Lake Paris event. Lake Paris is going to be happening February um 12th and 13th uh it's going to be a 250 dollars buy-in a two-day event awesome payouts uh, we got some guys coming from up north we got guys coming from arizona so we're really really excited to roll out that aba kayak series this year so if you guys are interested in registering for that you guys can reach out to their instagram at american bass kayak series or you can hit me up on my personal instagram at bass thumbs fishing 
So just kind of give you guys a little intro to the new year, some cool things happening, but I am really, really excited to talk to Maddie tonight. Uh, he had a dream year last year and I can't wait to hear how everything kind of unfolded and then his plans for 2022. I know that he doesn't really, he doesn't fish from a kayak, but I figured he literally has kind of just rolled out this dream year and, you know, for, for an average angler to all of a sudden becoming a, a Bassmasters Elite Series pro, I just, I can't even fathom and I can't wait to hear the story behind it. So I know that this is going to be an exciting show, whether he's a, you know, even though he's not a kayak angler, but he's a lot more than that. He's a great dude. So let's just go ahead and bring him in. Hey. Hey, what's going on, Maddie? What's up, man? Um, dude, I, I am, uh, I'm excited for this year and I can't imagine the excitement that you have for this year as well, dude. <laughs> so first, before we get started, cause we're going to, we're going to really dive into it, but before we get started, Maddie, mm -hmm. go ahead and maybe just tell our listeners, you know, like a little bit about yourself. Uh, it's interesting when I called you on the phone, it said Honolulu, Hawaii. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone kind of already knows that about yourself, but go ahead yeah. and tell everyone where you're from, man. And Maybe just a little bit about how you fell in love with the sport of bass fishing. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, my name is Matty Wong. I'm from Oahu, Hawaii. I grew up uh, in Honolulu, which is the city. Um, I grew up in Palolo Valley, which is the valley I grew up in. Uh, lake Wilson is my home lake. Um, and it's funny that you say, you know, that I'm not a kayak angler because uh, I don't currently have a kayak, but like I... I fished from all different vessels my throughout my whole life, you know, whether yeah. it was, um, I had a scupper pro that I used to free dive off of, um, and I used to fish off of it. And, uh, I used to, you know, from bass fishing in, in Hawaii, from smallmouth fishing in the streams to peacock bass in the lake, um, all the way to, uh, catching giant trevally off the shore. Um, and, and then surf casting for uh, numerous different species. Like I've just been addicted to fishing my whole life. That's um, awesome, dude. And, uh, and how, started, how old are you? How old I'm, are you? Uh, I'm 33. 33. All right. I'm yeah. 31. So all right, I'm all above right. 30 now. So yeah, dude, welcome <laughs> to the third level. Man. You just keep yeah. getting better. You know, yeah. Until your well, back that, starts to hurt. And that's yeah. that's really cool, dude. And one thing, I know that we kind of connected on social media last year a little bit, kind of mm -hmm. talked a little bit back and forth. And I know yeah. we kind of almost crossed paths literally up at Kachuma. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, yeah, we were up there for our TOC last year. And you were out there, but for some reason, we just never really crossed, like, physical paths. But yeah. I think we were out in the water the same day, so I can officially say that I've been on the water with the Bassmasters Elite Series pro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the same body of water. <laughs> no, oh but, uh, man, that's 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 great, man. It's that was a. I remember that. Oh, sorry. I remember that no um, that 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 tournament. Um, and uh, I remember seeing all the kayak guys. And I think like Rachel Rebe. Uh, yeah. She ended up. I think she she got. Did she win it? Or she, she got was, close. She was leading after day one. Yeah. And then uh, day two, I think she ended up taking third or fourth. I, I can't really, I can't remember, but she did really well. She did really well. Yeah. I, I just, I, I love how the whole kayak scene has flourished into what it is now. And, um, yeah. you know, when people are like, oh, I'm a, you know, 
I'm a bass boat dude or like I'm a kayak dude. And it's like, no, bro, we're all bass fishermen. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> at, the, at the end of it, like, I don't care if it's a stand-up paddleboard. I'm still going to take a rod and try and like paddle out and catch a fish if I don't have anything else. And no, no I doubt. Wish, you know, like I, I truly wish that, um, you know, if, if I didn't get, I mean, I, the way I got my boat, my old boat, uh, was kind of like a special situation or circumstance. Um, and if it wasn't for that, I probably would have had a kayak, to be honest, just because of how accessible it is, how much more affordable it is. And yeah. um, I, I feel like on a kayak, you're able to be so much more stealth um, versus a bass boat when it comes to, you know, uh, fishing shallow water and being able to slip into like some really skinny water and be completely like undetected. Um, yeah, no doubt. So I don't like to, I don't know. I think that there's, I know for sure there's a couple like, you know, bass dudes, like what are they, the, oh, it's like, oh, the Tupperware Pro is coming out today or whatever. <laughs> and then like, I don't know what the kayak guys say about the, like, you know, the, the bass boat dudes, but it's, I, I just love fishing and I, and I love bass fishing. I love the sport of it. And I love the community and the fact that, you know, there's even a couple of guys that were fishing the ABA um, that reached out to me too. And we're like, yo dude, we're, we were also, I was fishing that ABA in Kachuma. Um, I saw that you were out there. And so it's, I just love how connected everyone in the bass community is. And especially on the West coast, because it's, we have, we got some special things going on out here. And like, yeah, not yeah. only do we have like good sized fish, but we have some really, really tough, tough fisheries. And everyone like generalizes California is like, oh, this is where you can go catch a 10 pounder. It's like, mm, it's a lot harder than it, than it sounds, man. Like you can yeah, no doubt. one for years and not get one. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's one of those things that I, I just, I'm stoked to be a part of the fishing community. Um, and whether you're a kayak angler or you're a, an angler from a bass boat, I, I mean, down the line, I would love to rig out a kayak and like be able to do some of the kayak derps. Like, I think it's so rad to be able to measure a, a fish and like, bloop, and like not have to worry about culling and, or like physically culling and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. You know, I just, well, I think Maddie, when, when just, you're ready, when you're ready, <laughs> let me know and we will dial you in dude like, it would be it would be, su <laughs> it'd be super fun to get you out there with us i remember i remember i tried you know trying to get you out there last year and i think it'd be really oh i think i think we lost shane for a second guys is he back uh it's either my interwebs or your interwebs are you close to your router? Yeah, my router's. Oh, okay. found it. You're back. You're back. You're back. I'm back. Okay. Could have been my interwebs then. Maybe, but let's just keep right. rolling. Yeah. Like, Sorry can you hear me that, now? Guys. No, yeah. it's all good. Okay. Well, kind of just, kind of just getting it back into it. But uh, so one of the cool things that I kind of want to touch on first is like I was able to fall. You see me still? Yeah, that was you cutting out. I, it's weird. I can see my stream and the numbers are going mm -hmm. flawlessly. So I don't think it's, I'd like to say it's me, but. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> let me, uh, let me try something really quick. Hold on. You're good, man. You're good. You're good.
and he's back. What about now? He's back. Okay. I can always expect something to go wrong just because, I mean, I have like the highest, you know, I have like the highest internet and everything, but technology, you can't really do stuff about it sometimes. So, but can you hear me now? Sorry, guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. All good. Well, one thing that I was saying is like, I was able to go out to Hawaii and actually catch a peacock bass. And I know that Lake Wilson. Yeah. (laughs) Exit eight bass fish. And I went out with him as a guide. Oh, cool. um, I think his name was Paul, I believe. And uh, I went out and caught a peacock bass, dude, which was a bucket list thing for me. So that was Sick. that was a lot of fun. On an A-rig, too. Not, not, not no shiner. And not on an A-rig. <laughs> on an A-rig. Yeah, that's something yeah. You know, in, the, in the past, like, five years, it's that's become, like, a popular bait there. Um, yeah. Before then, it just wasn't a thing. Same thing with, like, swim baits. Like, I told my buddy Kevin, who fishes there, and I'm like, Yo, dude, throw a glide bait. And he's like, what? I'm like, throw it. Because if you don't, like, I'm going to come home and start throwing it. But, And he starts jacking really? them up on it. Yeah, they, 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 they eat the glide. Um, and then I think there was a five-pound largemouth, which is a giant for Lake Wilson. That is a giant. My largest bass, like my largest, I, I want to say largemouth bass out of Hawaii, is like shy of three pounds. Um, wow. But I, but I have peacock bass over seven pounds. That's um, sick. <laughs> and I, I, even, I have smallmouth. I, I almost caught the record smallmouth when I was 14. It was, uh, it was four and a quarter. No way. Yeah. Wow. I missed it. I missed it by an eighth of an ounce. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was so bummed. I, was I didn't so even bummed. know they had smallmouth in there. Yeah, dude. Um, not in Lake Wilson. So in the way back, in the if you go to the very, very back of the streams, um, you can find them in the back back. Uh, couple of guys have actually caught them in the reservoir a couple of times but there's a couple there's a couple other little local streams that you actually go and hike through the wilderness and uh dude it's fun man like go and hike you hike down um a couple big valleys and get down to the the valley floor and it's just beautiful there's a couple just they they can be skinny at times when they'll open up to like slightly larger ponds but you're just flipping like whether it's like a dark sleeper or like a little like hula grub or like a single tail grub or anything like that. And it's just, dude, so much fun. Like, and like the That's smallest sick. little pocket, you're like, Oh, there should be one there. <laughs> but they're not mostly like, they're dude, all like, you know, 12. Those to... peacocks though, bro. They, they fight good, dude. Oh, like dude. I was stoked on it, dude. They smashed that a rig and yeah. I probably caught like a, I don't know. It was, it was probably close to three pounds. I think three, three and a half pounds. Something it like looked that. Like, so. It looked like a good one. Yeah, and yeah, it fought it fought good, and I was stoked on it. So, bucket list thing for me for sure. That's sick. So you guys, you got them on a uh, on the A rig. Um, on an A rig. What else did you guys fish? I just threw the A rig the whole day, bro. I caught like, I caught like six. I think I caught like six of them. That was my biggest one that I kind of took the picture of and stuff. But nice. Um, yeah, the guy Paul that I was that was guiding me, he was like, dude, just just throw the A rig, man. Like that's gonna catch big ones, gonna catch numbers and. I like throwing the A rig. That's like, I got a lot of confidence in it last year, and uh-huh. uh, I, you know, I'm good friends with Jason Barofka too, and he owns G Funk oh, cool. Baits, and, and you know, so the A rig for me is something that I I tend to pick up quite a bit, especially when when it, when the time's right. You can kind of throw it all year, but yeah, it's a little better at certain parts of the year, obviously. So for, for sure, yeah, yeah. That's no, but that's, wait, yeah. so wait, is there? Five, did you have five hooks on it in Hawaii? You have three. 
Okay. Yeah, see, I don't even, I'm like, uh, I don't know. This is public, so three hooks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, three, three hooks. Uh, three hooks. Three hooks is legal in Hawaii. Okay. What, from okay. what he, from what they said. So. All right. Because I'm gonna, so when we're in the ocean, we can use damashi, which is sabiki rigs that have like five, six hooks on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> and California is three too. Three. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. Yeah. I just I don't get to fish the A rig um, as much because bass. Uh, you know, it's illegal to use the A rig. Um, oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's why I don't really like completely yeah. across the board, even in the nations. Yep. Oh really? Yeah. So I, I if you look, uh, oh, actually, your emblem blocking it, but I have, I have actually a couple G funks. Um, I got, uh, I got maybe three or four E rigs in my, yeah. in my all of my whole arsenal, and uh, <laughs> I've, I've caught a couple doubles. Actually, a Kachuma, they eat it pretty good there. Um, Dude, I love Kachuma, bro. Dude, that place is special. A lot of people kind of talked a little bit about it, like they're kind of like how tough it is and stuff. And dude, like, uh, dude, we caught so much fish there, dude. dude this year, <laughs> stupid. I, I, got, I got lucky, man. I this was my first year fishing it. Uh, oh wait, no, maybe when did it reopen? Twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Dude, that was my first time there. So oh really? No, yeah, that was my first oh. time, dude. Yeah, I so got offshore on those rock piles on Google Earth, and I just like, dude, they just. You know, they just smash the jig there, dude. Oh, dude, like, <laughs> you can lay waste to them on a jig. It's yeah. stupid, man. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah, that's that place is really, really special. And I'm a sucker for a jig bite, dude. Like, once I get on a jig bite, I don't even care, honestly, how big they are. No. And then I saw like, your I saw your YouTube video catching, like, that, I think it was, like, a seven or eight pounder there on a jig. And I was like, yeah. well, that's all I needed to see. You're like, I was throwing a jig the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very often down here in SoCal where we can really, I mean, there are times, but like that good of a jig bite is kind of hard to come by down, down in our oh, parts. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Lopez, like Lopez and, and like Margarita is pretty good with a jig, but like, like, uh, Kachuma. Oh my gosh, dude. They just, it's like they a place you can, go and like, you can get Kachu. a jig bait. Like Kachu jig. They should call it Kachu jig. Kachu jigs year round. <laughs> Seriously, they for though. sure cut you jigs. <laughs> yeah, dude, that place. Yeah, that place is special for sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, what are those? Really quick, we're kind of getting on a tangent, but I don't. Whatever. I'll get uh, it, dude. We're talking about fishing. So, what? A, what? A, what are those boxes on the shore at Kachuma? Oh, you know what I'm talking about? When the water's yeah. down, you can see all those tiny little boxes all over the place. Are those like little like crawdad habitat things or what? Oh yeah, so those those are crates. Those yeah. are all milk crates. Yeah. So that's that's just they dump them in. Or just uh, habitat. Just crate habitat. Yeah. So not uh, crawdad habitat, just habitat. No, just I think habitat in general. But okay. I mean, obviously they're great little crawdad huts. Yeah. Yeah, that place is cool, man. Yeah, it was so fun, dude. I on on my practice day, I caught like. Dude, I probably I probably had like a twenty pound bag on my practice. You told me you you whacked them. I'm like, wait, what? Like, dude, it, dude, was just, you, it was just it was just it was just like out of nowhere. It just like happened. Yeah. My first day, like my first fish in the morning, my first fish ever catching was like a four and a half pounder on a popper. Giant. Like I saw him boiling, and I was like, popper, and then like <laughs> just smashed it. You and said I that? Caught... I was like, dude, are you serious? Because I went in the morning, I threw a popper. I'm like, I can't get crap, and then I get smoked, and it's like a like a quarter pound fish. And yeah, I'm like, dude. dude. You got lucky because a four pound, you know, I mean, I'm sure you know now, like a four pounder yeah. on Kachuma. Yeah. Is a, that's a rare one. Dude. And then I caught another four pounder on a frog and then like a three pounder on a freaking frog. And then I caught a couple like other three pounders on, dude, it was just like my practice day was just, and I wasn't even trying, I wasn't like trying to like 
dialing anything. It's just like, <laughs> oh, there's grass over here. Let me throw the frog and see if they blow up at it. Four pounder. Like, <laughs> and I'm the kind of guy too, honestly, especially, I don't know if I would really do it. Like if I was going to your level, as far as like the elites and like practicing, you know, probably a, a completely different way. But like when I'm out there on my kayak and this is just a hobby for me and I'm just having a blast. Like yeah. if a, if a, fr- if a fish blows up on my frog, I'm smashing that fish, bro. Dude, like that fish is getting smoked <laughs> yeah. game day or not. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Cause some people have like, you know, different things about practice and stuff, but yeah, I'm, I'm I definitely wasn't it. trying to dial in anything. It was just like, Oh, grass frog. Oh, blow up. <laughs> Four powder. Oh, yeah. dude, that, no, that's, but... that's super hard not to swing on a, on a frog fish. You watch them smoke yeah. you're like, I know. Okay, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's kind of reel it back in because we're already like 20 minutes in, you're and we'll just we'll just we'll just kind of cap it at like maybe 45, 50. So um, let's let's try to get into, bro. Honestly, uh-huh. like I said, I I know you know we follow each other on Instagram and and I I follow you on Instagram and like. Dude, just just one day, bro. Just out of nowhere, your bio says Bassmaster Elite Series Pro. Like, <laughs> how sick is that, dude? Like, let's 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 really dive into that and let's talk yeah. about your dude. Like, you go from the nations. Kind of explain the pra- the this just like kind of a short thing, and then we'll get into the actual next year. But like, yeah, getting to have a suit. Talk about the process of how For you sure. just became an Elite Series Pro. Yeah. Um. Well, it, it, it all started from the Bass Nation. So yeah. from, you know, joining the club, which is Ventura County Bass Club, which is an affiliated club with Bass Nation. Right. Um, paid my dues with them. Makes me a Bass Nation member. Um, and I fished 2019 as a co and got my, my ass handed to me from the back of the boat. And because I was practicing, like I've been fishing from the front of my boat for the past like five or six years, like yeah. Delta and doing a bunch of stuff and like putting a lot of time in and it just, it was like a whole different thing. And so I said, you know what, I'm screw it. I'm going to go, I'm going to fish it from the front of my boat. I, I feel like I can make the right decisions. Um, my first tournament was at Pine flat. And, um, for the guys that don't know, it's a spotted bass fishery with uh, some large mouth in there. And I ended up sticking an eight pounder on the first day and, uh, <laughs> on a swim bait. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I, I ended up, placing second it was a two-day tournament i placed second out of like 24 guys or something like that and like for the first time like the guys that i looked up to like in the club were like hey man what's your name and i'm like i fished it with you guys all last year <laughs> and like, i get it i get it i get it there's like i'm sure they have a lot of guys that come and go and everything like that but it's you know it feels good it, it's validating when they're like yo dude good job and i'm like man it's like my first time really like cashing a check you know, like I've, I've yeah. done like ABA like deals, yeah. but for, for me to do an away tournament to a place I've never been to, um, for and, sure. uh, and to do that, that was really special. Uh, cause the previous year that I fished pine flat was from the back of the boat and I came second to last. At Midway USA, we know the AR 15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use. It's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. 
Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And so, so full full circle. Full circle, you know. Yeah. And so that was that was really cool. And then um, we had one other event at Nasi Meno, which was my first time to Nasi, uh, sec- second time to Nasi Meno, but first time there with my own boat. Um, my boat breaks down in practice. Uh, Jared Littner's brother is a boat mechanic, worked on my boat, like literally the day before day one. And so I got to like salvage my whole tournament and I was able to still end up being able to fish this two day derb. I think I ended up getting fourth overall cash, another check. And that was enough for the points because you, uh, because of COVID the season got cut short. We were supposed to fish five qualifiers and uh instead of five we, we did three and so it was your best two um that would qualify you for the the for the team and was this in 2021 this was in 2020 so you qualified yeah, yeah. for the, okay. the next year right okay okay so 2020 um and then i there i was i was gonna fish basically this is like middle of covid right now i i don't have a job i'm i'm collecting unemployment for the first time in my life um hollywood is shut down i'm living in in culver city with like crackheads running all over the place and like people getting shot left and right and like it was a mess dude it was it was a complete mess um and they're like are you gonna come up and fish for like the anger like the aoy like at, at clear lake and i'm like dude i can't afford to go to clear lake to like cash like a 200 dollar check if I already made the team, like my whole goal was to make the team and to make it to national or to regionals. I mean, and, and like baby steps, you know, obviously I wanted yeah. to make it to nationals, but like, I just wanted to make it to Havasu because I knew it was going to be the regionals were going to be at Havasu. So I was like, you made the team. And I'm like, cool. I won't see you at Clear Lake, but I really want to be there. And they're like, yeah. And so I was, I was right there in the points. Like if I would have went there and placed top like five or something like that, I would have won AOI. Um, but um, I didn't go. Went to uh, went to have a soup. Um, good good actually, choice. Good choice. Right. I ended up like <laughs> I went through a breakup at this time, so oh, it was like man. went through a breakup. Uh, I was I was like moving out of Los Angeles because like I'm done with Los Angeles, like L.A. Like I've been there for eight and a half years almost, and I was like I'm I'm out. You know I. It's crazy because I was like okay I'm gonna move up to Ventura where I can get closer to better surf. I can get closer to the fisheries that I want to fish like Kajuma and Casitas um, and, um, and just put more time in on the water and uh, still like commute into town when I needed to. And so when I went up and fished Havasu, it was like, it was a really tough bite. Everyone was struggling and I got on uh, a rip bait bite in Havasu and people were throwing it, but they weren't, they didn't key on key in and on this certain, I found like a little, this little thing. And, and, and like the first one that I got, I was like, oh, that's a good one. And I was like, oh, that's a real good one. And then I like went around, like went around, like, okay, I'm going to try and duplicate it again. And like, doom, stuck another one. I'm like, that's another four. I'm like, oh boy. Okay. I got something. And like my, my, my buddy that's practicing with me. He's like, 
what drip rate is that, bro? I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and so, like, and, and one of the guys, like, um, the, the one of the Wells bro- uh, brothers, they're they're absolute hammers. He's like, yeah, I got like 18 pounds today, and I'm like, what, you got 18 pounds? Like, he's like, yeah, like, I mean, I shook a couple of them, but yeah, I basically, got 18 pounds. I'm like, like each day, I was going out and like landing two fish, because, but I was also like, okay, let me check this one spot. Okay, yeah, okay, I'm out. You know, uh, let me, yeah. uh, okay. And then let me like dial in the color. Okay. There, okay. There's, there's always those guys at practice. Oh, always. for sure. Yeah, 20 yeah. pounders for 20 pound bags. Every time 20 pound bags, smoking <laughs> four pounders in the grass. <laughs> for us, it's like 90 inches. Yeah. I caught, I caught 90 inches. Yeah. 90 inches. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding Shane? Like, are you serious? Like, dude, that's a sack for that. That like, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, basically, I, I was in like full, like save money mode. Um, I had prepped a whole like pot of curry for the whole week. I made like Japanese curry and I was like, okay, this is all I'm going to eat. I made my rice. I made my curry. I'm like, I'm good. And so the like, guys were like, bro, you don't even want to come out and eat with us. And, I, and so I'm like, nah, dude, I got to save money. Sorry. They're like, he's on him, isn't he? <laughs> I just like, I literally just stayed in my room, made dinner and just passed out. And so day one, um, I found a fish and this was a fun part. Um, and one of my favorite parts of the story is, um, I found a fish in practice that was holding to this one area. And I can tell that she wasn't like on a bed, but you can tell that she was getting ready to bed. Um, and just so kind of what like, time, what time of year was this? Sorry. February. February. Okay. Yeah. 2021 February. This is 2021 February. Got it. And I pitched my glide up there and I'm like, flu, flu. And this freaking giant comes out. I'm like, oh god! I'm like, ah! like rip, like literally, like have to rip my bait away from her because she was so angry. She wanted, she wanted my glide so bad. And I'm like, twelve thirty. See you tomorrow. I do left. Went and like checked out a couple more spot spots. Found an eight pounder, and I was like, ooh, you're gonna be a good one too. Okay, let me let me. So I left. Day one of the tournament. My first spot I rolled to, fourth cast, stick a four. Has one hook in her nose. Scoop her, put her in the boat. I'm like, yeah! Because like, guys were like struggling yeah. to catch like two fish the whole day, you know? So yeah, I'm like, yeah. boom, one in the box. Go to my next spot. Took, took, boom, another three pounder. Go to the next spot. Boom, another four pounder. I'm like, okay, good. I got three fish in the box before 11 o'clock. I'm stoked. Yeah. Um, and so I went in, it was about 1235. I'm like, time to go check in on my honey. And like, I told my co and I'm like, yo, bro, keep your vest on. I'm going to literally take two casts in here and then we're out. He's like, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, we roll up, we like get in this, this little pocket and I go all the way. My first cast, I flip up there with the glide and I'm like, click, click. And then this other bass comes out and I'm like, Oh, that's not her. <laughs> I'm like, that's not her. Where'd she go? Oh, and then no. like, I uh, like, ah, uh, I really didn't cast in there again. And I like, just, just let it sit. And then sure enough, dude, sure. Dude. She just <laughs> out of nowhere. I just saw like the, this dark blob come up underneath it. Just like boom, smoke. I'm like, Oh my God, I got her. And my, like my drag slips and I'm like, Oh, and then crank boat flipper in the boat. Oh my god! I was like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, we're out. How much does she weigh? She was like four and a half. Ooh. 
and then I went, I was like, okay, I got, okay, four in the box. All right, let me just, I got this one other spot that I, I found some fish on and go out there and I bleep, stick another one, just shy of three, flip her in. I'm like, okay, now I'm just going to go pre-fish. Like, I'm just yeah. going to go practice. Yeah. I caught a limit. My goal was to catch a limit, obviously. Did I think it was going to go down that way? No. Like, yeah. I, I thought I was going to, like, at least have three fish. But the fact that I had a limit and, like, a decent one of that, I was like, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go pre-fish. And I just fished the big bait all day. And I literally, I called another, uh, I called another bass on, on my glide. Wow. And, um, and I came in with, uh, I think it was 18-something for day one. Wow. And all of them except for one were, were all smallmouth, I think. And so they're like, hey, hey, hey. Like after I just like I was like probably like there's 10 guys to weigh in. I weighed in and they're like, dude, you're leading the whole event. And I'm like, wait, wait, what'd you say? <laughs> like I thought like for like 87 boats, you know, and like like got guys like just you know, sticks that have fished Havasu for a really long time. Yeah. And so yeah. my heart was just you know pounding. I didn't think. I was like, oh my God, there's no way. I can almost feel exactly what you're feeling. Cause like every time I think I have a suit, I just see all these guys yeah. that like fish all the time and it's so yeah. big. And I'm just like, okay. It's overwhelming. Yeah. I don't really want to go. <laughs> it's an amazing place. And I love yeah, yeah. it so much because it's yeah. like the Delta and Clear Lake combined. Wow. And yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's, dude, it's so crazy. But so, I know what you're saying. I know what you're, you're feeling. Yeah. It was nuts. And it was, and that felt like a huge accomplishment for me because one, I made the cover of uh, the website, Bassmaster website, and they interviewed me and like a bunch of people started reaching out to me like, bro, good job. And I'm like, yeah. And I, and that was my first time leading a big tournament going into this, like the second day and which day two got canceled. And so we went automatically to the final day and the whole field got to fish again. And so I'm like, oh my God, I got to catch them again. And I try to duplicate the same thing, but because the, the off day, the winds blew and it blew all my fish off. It basically it, it sounds, sounds about right for yeah tournament. right yeah, yeah, about, yeah. About standard where you have yeah. everything set up and then like yeah. the wind blows one day and all your bites gone. Um, That's why I love multi day tournaments. Honestly, I mean it, I love hate I love hate them, but yeah, well it, it, yeah. it evens the playing field because you really have to yeah. be um, you have to be flexible and you have to be able to to move with it. And I wasn't I think I was honestly a li yet limited with my electronics because I feel like if I were to have like live scope or something like that, I could have been like oh. Oh, you moved out another 15 feet because which I ended up finding that out and figuring that out. But I'm like, like, oh, there you are. Yeah. But it was too late already, yeah. you know? And so I had two fish in the box. I had two fish in the box and it was like two 30 wow. and like weigh-ins were at three. And I'm like, well, I had a good run. That was fun. You know? And <laughs> <laughs> but like the nearest you, guy, you weighed in, you weighed in two fish on day two on day three, I guess. Uh, day three. No, so I, I I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go swing for it. I had this one little stretch that I, I usually catch. I can I can call my shot most of the time when I'm okay. on, when I'm on Havasu, and I end up I stuck another like it was a close to a four pounder, um, with 30 minutes to go, and so, so three fish. I, I ended up weighing nine pounds for three th three bass, and that kept me with with my day one bag because I yeah. the gap was so substantial from everyone else um yeah. except for the guy taylor smith who is like a buddy of mine now um up in idaho he he was the one who was like he weighed 17 something i had 18 and then he went back to the river again and i didn't have the range to make that with my bass boat and he went back to the river and caught like 16 and a half again i'm like you sucker and like so he ended up beating me um but i, I dropped down two spots i ended up getting third uh overall and then i i won for california and uh 
yeah, that, that was insane. You know, like that yeah. was, you know, for me, um, uh, and that's that one right there. Yeah. That, that one was special, you know, because that yeah. was like my first big, like my first big tournament and I got a top three, you know, and yeah. crashed a check and, and made it to nationals. And so, so in so just so i can understand this uh-huh. in havasu you had multiple states yes. right yeah represented there yeah so how many like because you took third out of like the california guys you won it or how did how did you go to the nationals yeah so the way that it works in bass nation is when you go to the regionals all yeah. you have to do is win it for your team okay so how you- many guys were in your team uh, there's 10 non-boaters and 10 boaters. And so for me, I was just fishing against 10 other boaters. Got it. Te- yeah. Technically, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like on a spot to go to the nationals. Got so it. let's say everyone bombs, you know, and like, and, but I still, like I finished 20th place, but everyone else, like, it doesn't matter. Like as long as you beat the rest of your team, you're right. you still get a ticket to go to the nationals. Got and it. so there was, uh, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, uh, Washington, Oregon, um new mexico arizona and i think one other uh so there was there was a lot of different states a boater and and one non-boater both both of you go to the nationals yes from each state yeah okay so that's that's how it worked um which was nuts because you know obviously you're going up against the, the the local guys in arizona yeah and you're like, this is your home body, and like, I have a suit is like such a place where like you, if you really know the the spots, you For know, sure. it, it's like a game changer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I ended up. Um, so like, that's. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. The the closest guy to me in California was I think like eight or nine pounds away. So it wow. was. So I, it was like, okay, you're going to the nationals, and I'm like, sick. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so now, so now you're. Let's just kind of fast forward just a tiny bit. So for sure, you're, for sure. You're, you're on your way to the nationals. Like, yeah. So when they give you that ticket, obviously it's not. So they give you that ticket, but like, do they help with cost or anything? Or do they, is it any type of incentives or is it just yeah. kind of like show up? And and then where were you at again? I can't, I couldn't re- recollect where, where was the nationals at? So nationals was in West Monroe, West Monroe, Louisiana on the Wachita River. Got it. It looks like it's spelled like a Wichita. Yeah. And I asked Steve I Kennedy. It. I was like, um, I'm fishing this place called a Wichita. He's like, that's a Wachita, son. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> didn't mean to offend you. Uh, but, so you uh, show up there against, so it's, it's, it's the boaters and, and the non-boaters from, from, from all this, all 50, all 52 all, states, all 52 states. And additionally, South Africa, there was supposed to be a, a team from Japan and, or, and South Korea, but they, uh, because of COVID reasons, they weren't able to come over. So but you're basically up against 50, 50 or 52 non-boaters or 54 non-boaters or boaters, 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 yeah. boaters. Yeah. Uh, there was over a hundred people like competing in the thing. And it, it's, it's an interesting format because the non-boaters are essentially competing against the boaters because yeah like the last day they get a boat or something yeah and you get yeah. to fish you get to fish against everyone else that's for crazy. the title and which that's has happened crazy. before we're like yeah. a non-boater like Just, won the whole thing <laughs> that's crazy it's it's insane you know yeah. but it's kind of it, it's that's kind of cool like it, it gives them a chance and then like that totally. literally gives them a ticket because you win the whole thing you also get the same thing like you you win the whole thing you win a yeah. boat you 
go to the, the classic and then you get a ticket on the elites. Okay, so let's let's literally talk about a watchata. Did they say that right? A watchata. Yeah, a watchata. Yeah. Okay, so you're there and there. practice. How how is your practice there? I, I watched stuff. some of your YouTube yeah. on it, and you guys, if you guys want to go check out Maddie's YouTube, it's Capture Fish, right? Yeah, yeah. One Capture word, Fish Capture on YouTube, and, and he's putting out this whole thing that we're talking about right now. Pretty much, he's he's just put out day two of what we're talking about right now. So, you guys make sure you guys go sub and go check his his channel out. So. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. I'm almost to three thousand subs, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, bro. Baby, the baby steps and the crawl, but you know, I've I've been pretty dedicated to releasing yeah. a, a video every single Monday since I started my YouTube channel, and it's been almost two years now. Um, and, and bro, so, now you're about to make content on the Elite series. <laughs> <laughs> Still sounds crazy. Uh, I know. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about day one. Okay, let's just so, go yeah. to day one. Day one. Forget practice. Let's talk about day one. Yeah, practice. Okay, short, uh, practice in short was rough. Okay. Yeah. Um, the biggest fat bass that I caught, and I was shaking them, unlike you, sticking them. Um, <laughs> I, I like to shake. Which my I probably would have too if I was fishing for the nationals. So, but um, a little I different was, than a kayak tournament. Oh, <laughs> same, same. But, I'm um, just saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I ended up. My biggest fish I caught during practice was like two and a quarter pound. And I, and I only, I, I saw like, uh, like I boated it. Um, but then and I was like, okay, this is, this is tricky. Like, I don't know how to get a big one. And then my non boater that I was practicing with, he stuck a three and a half. Yeah. And I was like, you jerk, you stuck my fish. <laughs> but it was, but you were throwing you, a crank, you're throwing a crank, right? I was throwing Did a crank you, yeah. uh, and also a spinner bait um, and also flipping. Uh, so, but it was, Everyone was throwing the same thing. Did you go to yeah. every single boat? Every single boat had a had a had a, a spinner bait tied on, and every single boat had like some type of like creature bait. Wow! And and it was, I honestly think that it was timing of like the time of day, um, and which I didn't find out till day one. So day one, uh, fast forward day one, we have a cold front pushes in. So during practice, it's bluebird skies, eighty degrees. And the water's 70, 72, I think, or something like that. Like, like, high, like low 70s. Yeah. And Again, sounds like a typical derby. Turn, yeah. Really everything's like good. And then, like, cold front. Yeah. It's 40 degrees day one, <laughs> raining. And, like, the water temp drops like eight or nine degrees. And, and for like, guys oh. from Los Angeles, and for you guys listening, 40 degrees is freezing. It's, it's really cold. And especially from Hawaii, that's even colder. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> an, LA, an LA boy from Hawaii, that's freaking freezing. Yeah, it's freaking freezing, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so I ended up, my, my non-boater started whooping my butt. Um, there was this old older gentleman named Mark Edmonds, and he um, – he he'd fished Bass Nation for 30 years and this was his first time making it to the nationals. Wow. And I was like, dude, like you're like he had a like the guy like the trophy that this is named off of is a guy named Brian Kershaw, who was a Bass Nation guy, made it to the classic, won the classic, and then six months later died in a plane accident. Oh man. So the the trophy's named after him. And Bro, this guy so Mark that trophy's right behind you. It's wild. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, keep going. Um, and uh, no, like, so he knew Brian Kershaw, and he's like, "Hey, you mind Brian rides with us today?" I'm like, "What do you What do you mean?" 
and he's like here and so he he has this laminated photo of him and brian no way and an article on him and i'm like he's like he's my good luck charm i'm like well hopefully he brings us both good luck man like i'd love to have him and, and so wow. yeah he it was that was a really like a really special time um because he had three fish in the boat before i even had one i ended up uh and so i started catching him a little bit i caught two fish and we were flipping a bit he lost a good one and i'm like i was starting to like let all those negative things kind of get in your head it was like 115 yeah. yeah and i had two fish in the boat i'm like well i guess i'm driving oh. home friday you know like i, I drove 26 hours to and get when, winds lines out or when when do you weigh in oh i had to weigh in at three o'clock or something like that so like an hour and 45 minutes yeah hour 45 and i'm like oh yeah so this is great uh well i'm gonna start slowly making my way back uh but i'm like you know what no there's still time i just need to start doing something different and i had caught small fish on the crank but nothing substantial and i i picked it up again and i started going down this bank and it looked kind of good and i made it i was about to hang it up and for the guys like you know go and watch the video because you actually see like these moments where uh literally just making one more cast changed the course of this whole tournament for me and i pull up and i'm like all right we're gonna go make a run i'm like literally trying to like grab the hook onto my reel to like put it away and my boat makes this nice little like positioning and i see this lane and i'm like (laughs) uh stick one Oh. And it's like just shy of three pounds. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I get in the boat. I'm like, oh, like oh, I just caught the biggest fish all week. Wow. It's 130 right now. Like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, uh, hey Mark, hold on. We're about to do some crazy stuff right now. And he's like, whatever, man, let's do it. <laughs> so I I, uh, I basically I'm like, okay, I'm gonna run all new water and we're gonna move fast. And I I go to the, this, I run, I'm heading back towards the ramp because I'm six miles away from the ramp at this point. I'm like heading back towards the ramp. I see this one spot. I drive by and I'm like, I almost have to do a U-turn because I'm like, oh my God, that looks good. And it wasn't the stuff that looked obvious. If it looked too good, it wasn't the, the case because everyone and their mom was stopping on it. It had yeah. to be a long stretch of like nothing. And then a random tree and then a stump or two and then nothing else. And then a bunch of trees, like 50 or 60 yards, like away. But it had to, and it had to be, it was weird for this crank bite. It, it, if it was on a corner or a bend, it wasn't the deal. It, it had to be like on these straightaways because people were just hammering these certain areas. Um, I ended up, I rolled up. It was like my fourth cast on this stretch that I'd never hit before. And I stuck one that was just shy of four. And oh it's, two, it's 2.15 at this point. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I got four fish. Like, this is crazy, you know? And, uh, yeah. and I knew it that uh, there's still time. There's still time for me to put in a limit. And I ran to this last uh, little stretch that I saw in practice. I never fished it. It just looked good. It was like a beautiful rip wrap stretch and I pull up on it and, um, I actually pull up on a pipe that was right before it. And I caught my fifth fish. And then I ended up going down the rip rap with 15 minutes left and I, I called another one. And, uh, yeah, I, I weighed in like 12, six day one. And I went from like two fish in the box at one thirty to oh. weighing like a solid bag, put me in seventh place for day one. Yeah. And, um, 
I've, I've heard of guys doing that, you know, like smoking them in the last like hour, you know, or the yeah. last 30 minutes of a day and like putting together a bag, but that's never been me. I've always like, yeah, like I'll catch one, like with five minutes to go. Or I'm like, oh, sweet. But it doesn't like, it's never a game changer for me. Yeah. This is the first time where it made the whole tournament. Um, wow. And so that's when I also keyed in on, okay, it's a late bite. You have a, it's an early, early deal. And then it's a late, late deal. Um, but yeah, I, I know we're going to like fast forward a bit. No, no, no. It feels, it feels so good to like dial that in, especially yeah. after, especially after like the day one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So things, things click. It gives you, know? you so much more confidence, like oh going into day two. So much more confidence because yeah. I, I was like, I'm like, I knew my tools, but I didn't know that this one crank was going to be my main tool. Like I thought it was going to yeah. be a spinner bait because a majority of the size was coming off of a spinner. Was bait. it a square bill? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was a balsa square bill. Yeah. What um, color? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bluegill. Uh, bluegill. <laughs> yeah. And I actually caught them on a bunch of different colors, uh, but they're all balsa and they're all, yeah, square bills. And it's something that I don't get to, we don't get to throw square bills too often. Like, yeah. at least, I mean, I don't yeah, anything, know. I, don't, I personally anything, don't. I know, you know like this. a lot of guys do. <laughs> no, you, you know this well enough. Yeah. We catch them on worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 90 percent of the time yeah, so yeah. anytime there's a crankbait bite we're on top yeah. of the world yeah so that's why i like going that's why you know honestly i know we kind of touched it earlier we'll take a little detour really quick but yeah yeah i i've talked about this a lot and like i've i've been to gunnersville i've been to possum kingdom in texas and going out there and having the confidence and be, just because of how tough it is to catch five fish out here yeah and i know it's tough out there too but no, Honestly, not. like the fish, well, the well, the fish position a little bit more, like reasonable, like where they kind of should be in a way. I feel fish like in those areas, set up like they're supposed to. Exactly. That's what that's what I yeah. say too. Yeah. Yeah. Like because here, here they don't. You gotta here, you gotta you gotta go Castaic, and you're like there should be bass here, and you're like yeah. nothing. You're like great. <laughs> yeah, and then you throw a sinko and you catch fish. Yeah, and then you're like, Bunk, oh, one. you're like, oh, great, back to the sinko again. Yeah. No, but dude, that's why I feel like this next year going into okay. Let's just go to day two really quick, and then I'll I'll say I don't want to say that yet, but let's go to day two. Okay, okay. Uh, so day two, I ended up um, I, I I had a better game plan in my head. Uh, the co caught more weight than me um, from day one. So the guy that was paired with me smashed him uh, on the co side on day and one. So like, yeah, so he was like yeah. top five, I think, in the whole derb. And I'm like, oh man, like, this guy's gonna whoop me from the back of my own boat, but whatever. <laughs> and so I just I started doing my thing again. I got three fish, like quick, with all within an hour. Yeah. And that was just a huge confidence boost. You know, whenever sure. you can like help For fill sure. up a majority of your bag, especially when it's a tough tough bite. Um, so that was a thing. Um, and uh, so I had three fish. I caught my fourth fish and was like a kind of a dink. I picked apart this tree, and you guys can watch it on my video the day two. I picked apart the tree and I showed it in the edit how many casts I did of this tree. Literally like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, like different angles and everything. He rolls through, three pounder. I'm like, like wow. are you serious? <laughs> Pull up to the next tree. Tick, 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 tick. He flips in there, boom, with a three pounder. I'm like, bro. And I'm like, you feel better now? And he's like, I feel a lot better than 10 minutes ago because he had <laughs> a fish in the boat. And I'm like, I, and I was obviously I like, wasn't trying to backseat the guy. I want him yeah. to like, have a shot of this thing too. Yeah. Um, 
This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So, I'm going to shout out my buddy Ryan Moriarty because he always talks about it's the angle of the dangle, bro. It doesn't matter angle. if you're fishing right next to me or not. That's what he it always is. says. Dude, it's He's thing, like, come man. fish it next really to me, is. bro. It's the angle of the dangle, dude. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bro. I just got the angle. <laughs> that's classic yeah no but um yeah so it was it was tricky i went on the stretch the day one my 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 code dumped a good one and so i was like all right that keep me in like all right this area and it was kind of similar to everything else that i had found that like there's certain key areas that these bigger fish were going to pull up on and what i found is if it was on a bend um and you did have deep water access and there was a lot of cover on on the bend in the corner on the inside bends that there was going to be a fish there for the most part and sure enough that was a pretty consistent pattern too so that was like a two-part it was a two-part pattern so it was like the first one was like the weird do nothing strange stretch um the random stretch and then there was the the more obvious one um and uh and sure enough you saw three fish at this moment I had four fish at this point, but it wasn't like, it was like eight, I think it was like eight pounds or something like that. And I still felt good about it. And I'm like, dude, eight pounds is still like respectable right now. Like the average like bag was seven pounds, seven, eight pounds. Yeah. Um, And I flipped in and I stuck a four uh, on a jig. And I was like, that was her. Like as soon as she had, I was like, oh my God, it's her. Oh my God, it's her. And like flipped it in the boat. He's like, bro, that's a five pounder. And I'm like, oh, we're all big eyeing fish because we're like used to seeing like a pounder. For sure. you know? Yeah, like, so no, was I was like, watching the weights the the whole time you were out there. And I was like, man, I, I don't know why I do. When I was watching, I was like, I have this feeling, dude, like he's going to win. Like I literally had that feeling because it's like we're so used to like this really wow. tough environment, like, you know, catching five fish in general. Yeah. So like when you go out there and like everyone's struggling and like you almost feel like kind of in your element right i mean like yeah. it's kind of nor- it's kind of a normal day at the office like no, i prefer when it's hard <laughs> yeah if everyone's stacking them like i get all yeah. weird and insecure yeah. i'm like oh, like man, clear lake like, <laughs> like when we go to when we all go to clear lake together it's like yeah. oh there's like 20 20 pound bags yeah yeah you're like great 
like seriously like the, yeah. the cow the cow open i went up there i think we weighed like 21 day one and we're, i was like sitting in like 20th place <laughs> bro what are you serious like that's like my like second yeah. or third biggest bag i've ever weighed in during a tournament where we're like sitting in 20 or something place like bro get up get away like, like bro if you don't have 30 like just don't even smile yeah just like just dump it back in bro you might as well just go home um yeah but so yeah so day two I, so i stuck that that last fish yeah um, i i went back to that same riprap stretch i ended up calling up another one um nice and so uh, I ended up weighing like 11, I think it was like 11.4 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and then after day two, you were in what? Day two, that, that rose me up. I was, no, I was, oh. so day one, the guy the guy that he's been to six, no, he's been to two classics. He's qualified for the nationals six times. He's like, like just a stick. And yeah. he's won, he's won, he's qualified for the classic on the Wachita. He's parked next to me in the parking lot. And like that's how he introduces himself. Like he's like, oh yeah, like he's like, oh yeah, my name's Kobe. I'm like, good to meet you, Kobe. He's like, yeah, I've fished a classic, you know, twice. And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, I've, I've been here six times. I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, you're gonna smash him. This fool, day one, comes in 19 pounds, bro. I remember that. And I was like, I remember looking yeah. at Mark. He's like, yeah, it's my buddy because they're both from Alabama. <laughs> so he's like, my buddy. And I'm like, wow. Dude, your brother, your buddy's gonna lay waste to this whole derb. If he yeah. just came in with 19 pounds day one, bro, I'm screwed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, so uh, day two, he only would. I, I, I watched him kind of run around, like you know, when when you see someone that's kind of spinning, you you can yeah. you can tell. And yeah, I was like, oh, I, I didn't see. I seen Kobe again. Oh, that's kind of weird. He weighed four or something. Oh. Day two, and yeah. so I went from seventh place and rose up to second. Yeah, and so going into the final day, I was eight ounces um, below Kobe, and um, since I was in a similar position on Havasu, but I was leading it, I was like, I'm so happy that I'm in second place, not leading Seriously. it going into the last day. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, my, then my my because the 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 weather changed, my my approach changed as well. Um, so I was kind of slowing down in certain areas and picking apart certain things. Uh, but I knew day, like on the last day that my window in the morning was going to be sh condensed even more because it was post frontal and like not a lot of, not a lot of wind the morning had a little bit of wind, but the, the clouds were going to burn off like by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And so I made a move. Uh, I had stopped there in practice and fished in practice, but I made a move and I went South instead of going North for my first spot. And, um, 14 the 14 top 14 guys fish my second uh my day two non-boater ends up qualifying to fish the last day as well um and uh we all head out my first place that i roll up to i think it was my second or my third cast i stick a three and a half pounder and it was on a different color crank but it was like the same style of crank yeah and uh and i was like okay that's a start <laughs> like, yeah that's a good start yeah well, keep my head in it Boom, like move, 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 move. And I was like, I need to cover water. Boom. I caught another one that was like just a squeaker, like cover water, cover water. Counterboat hits me up. Hey, where are you at, man? Uh, like, I need to get coverage. And I'm like, no problem. Like, sure, my location. He rolls up in on me. I'm like talking to him a little bit and fishing. I'm like, you want to see a three? He's like, yeah. And so I pulled up my three pounder. I'm like gripping the thing for its life. I'm like, don't get away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Put it in the box. I'm like, I'm going to go run to the spot. He's like, all right, dude. I'm going to go catch up with other guys. Good luck. I'm like, thanks, dude. 
I roll into a spot that I had caught him in practice, but I made a spot. I, I made a stop every day during the tournament and I, and I didn't get anything. Um, I also knew that the final day that the Arizona guy was going to start there because I saw them there day one yeah. and I had a feeling he was going to want to start there. You're, so, you're by yourself on this day, right? Yeah, on your boat. Myself. Yeah. Yeah. And so I rolled into this, this spot. I let it, I let it all like get all crazy. Like everyone like wailed it, wailed on it on the first like hour, I'm sure. And then, uh, 10 30 rolled around and I roll into the spot and, uh, I throw up there with the spinner bait. It clears, it clears the tree. I give it one little pump of the rod and I get smoked by a three and a half pounder. Oh my gosh. And so I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And like, so I'm like, Hey, I got two, three and a half pounders. Like I got, I got another dink. Like, let me just keep going. Catch, catch my fourth fish. And then, um, and then I, I run up and fish new water because I'm like, I just need to cover, yeah. keep covering water, fish new water. Yeah. And, um, and it was weird. I was having like weird intuition things. Like I, I, I pulled in on this bend and I was like, oh, it feels good here. But I look up, like somebody told me, like, just look up. And I look, looked up and 150, 200 yards away, I see a stretch that I passed like twice during practice, but I never really acknowledged it. Yeah. And, and it was just like the stuff that I had found. And I was like, oh my God, like I got chills. And they're like, I got to go. Like put my stuff away, boom, shot up to that stretch, started working on that stretch, started working on the stretch, clear this tiny little stump. So like they're also keying in, if you get the stumps that are just under the water, like if yeah. they're out, like there is a small chance they would be there. But if the stump was just under the water by like two inches, like there was a higher percentage that they were going to be keyed up on there. And especially yeah. if there was a group of stumps, like if it was like two of them and then nothing or like two or three little stumps. And um, I cast over the stump and I get smoked by another three pounder. It gets wrapped up in the stump. It comes off the stump and oh. I, I check to see if it has a hook good and I swing it in the boat. And I, that's when I, I knew I was like, Oh my God, I, I think I have a chance. Um, and uh, yeah, that was. The, and was that, was that your last fish, or that that was your fish? I caught one more. I flipped up another spot. Yeah. Um, that called out my first little baby squeaker that I had. Yeah. Um, but then I just like I need to get back to the ramp. Like, yeah, yeah. I had an hour and a half left. So you I'm had like, like fourteen pounds or fifteen pounds? No, no, no. Another twelve. 12 another pounds. twelve. Okay, so let's just go from that moment to <laughs> let's go to the stage, and you're yeah, on stage, yeah. and you're just like. I got a, I got another good bag for sure. So, so I, I wasn't was, able, I wasn't able to watch it live, unfortunately. Yeah. But okay. how did that, how did that moment go? Let's, let's just go right to the moment, like for when sure. you're, when you're up there. I'm sure they had you up there with the second place guy or whatever. Yeah, it, it was funny because I, you know, when you're, when, when it gets milled down to so few guys, everyone yeah. kind of is like curious on how everyone's doing yeah. you know, on the last day. Sure thing. And, and like, Oh, how many inches you got? Like, Oh yeah. yeah. Like, something like, you know, yeah. and so like, I'm like starting to like pick brains while we're waiting for guys to get out. Yeah. And, and I'm like, okay, I got you. All right. I got yeah. you. And like this other dude that had an old ranger, there was like two of us that had old rangers. It was like me and then another guy from Arkansas. And, um, and he goes, uh, like when he, he stops in to check on me throughout the day and I was like, uh, I, I got, I got four fish. He's like, dude, I only got one. And I'm like, Oh dude, like, Hey, you still got time. You'll go get them. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he comes in and I'm like, Hey, did you fill out your limit? He's like, yeah, man. And I'm like, Oh dude, good job, man. Like just be still yeah. for him. He's like, yeah. sacked him. And I'm like, sick. 
Damn. He was like sitting literally like one spot underneath me. I'm like, how much you get? He's like, I oh, like 13 pounds. I'm like, oh, you sacked him. Like, and like right there, I just knew I was like, oh, he won. Yeah. Because like, I because I, I went up to Kobe who's winning it, you know, yeah. and I was like, yo, dude, like how much you got? And he's like 18 <laughs> pounds. And I'm like, what? And he goes, nah, I'm just playing. I got like six pounds. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you jerk. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. I'll never forget that. And, um, and he starts laughing. He's like, oh, I told him how much I had. He's like, he's like, good job. I'm like, and so in my head, this other guy, Chris yeah. Johnson, I thought he won. Cause he, yeah. while, we're, while we're sitting waiting to get weighed in, he's like, yeah, I got 13 pounds. Like, Chris Johnson's a pro, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. Chris Johnson, like that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. It's all right. No, he's not one of the Johnson brothers from Canada. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, okay. Guy. okay. Um, and so it was actually the moment before I got to the stage where, and it's funny because I'm editing it right now. Uh, okay. It's the final day. And Big. there's there's a, a couple of my fellow anglers came up to me and they're like, dude, like, how much do you have? And I'm like, <laughs> I probably have like 11 pounds at least. He's like, dude, I think you have it. And I'm like, nah, man, the guy with the old Ranger, like he said he had 13 pounds and they're like, yeah, he just weighed 10. And I'm like, no, 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 no. The guy with the old Ranger said he had 13 pounds. They're like, yeah, he just weighed 10. I'm like, no, 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 guys, you, you don't, you're not hearing what I'm saying. <laughs> like I, I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I had to say, I repeated myself another time. Like I, I'm like listening to myself in my edit and I'm like, I really didn't believe them at all. And they're like, <laughs> Dude, he weighed 103. And they're like, yo, you all right? It looks like you're about to pass out. Can <laughs> like, you hear the Arizona guy say that? Dude, that is crazy. And that's that's when I knew, like, oh my God, I think I won this thing. And, so they, um, they weigh your bag. Yeah, so they weigh my bag. I kick off Taylor Smith, who yeah. was the guy who beat me in Havasu. Okay. So that felt really good because the whole time he was talking smack on me. Yeah. Like he's like, so what, when are you going to win a boat? And I'm like, Oh man, I'm trying dude. <laughs> so he's, and he's a good guy. We're, we're yeah. we've been buddies since Havasu. And, uh, and so he's like, you know, good job. You know, you said you wanted to beat me and I'm like, dude, it feels, it feels good. And then, uh, and then Kobe comes up and they weigh six, he weighs six pounds and um, yeah, the rest is just kind of like, I black out, man. I was, is it's in in my most recent life like in the past like 10 years of my life that is probably the most euphoric moment that i've ever experienced and i've surfed waimea i've surfed like yeah, some yeah. big stuff you know yeah. I've, I've i've gotten super barreled i've also gotten super pounded i've like worked yeah. with i've worked like huge like photo campaigns internationally i've done like i've done a lot of things that i feel good about but it was never something that i felt like it was like for me yeah. and i never felt like it was something that was like a, a huge accomplishment for myself and yeah. so in that moment it was like everything compounded and um yeah it was like a really emotional time <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> I, don't even, I don't even really know like like exactly what to say after that but like bro like honestly like when i saw like that you actually won and i was just like Oh my gosh, dude, like he literally just won. And now, like I said, for me, I don't know what it was, but like when I saw when I saw your bio change to Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, I was like, I didn't really I didn't really know you like too well or anything, but I was just like, I felt for you, bro. I was like, dude, that is so sick to like officially put that in your bio <laughs> and to yeah. just like have that as like a legitimacy, like 
as an angler, dude, like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of anglers that would dream of that moment. And you literally are able to do it. And now going into 2022, you have that trophy in the background. You've, you know, you, you create content, which is a huge plus in this, in this time and industry. And now you're able to take all of it and pursue a passion and travel the country. And, you know, I'm sure you've had just, you know, a little bit of maybe stressful time putting everything together to, to get, you know, finances and stuff in order. But at the same time, no, but at the same time, like, dude, like it's a blessing, bro. Like a huge huge blessing. Like when you posted your boat picture, I was like, my jaw hit the floor again. (laughs) And then you're posting like all these things that you're getting. And like, dude, congratulations. Honestly, congratulations, bro. Like seriously, like that is like, dude, you have ABA plaques behind you. And, and for guys like me that are just like kind of, you know, following in, in that footstep of like a California angler, you know, has the ABA out here. doesn't really have a whole lot of. I hang my third places, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I, there's I, guys I... that like, that like, they're like, oh, that's firewood. I'm like, dude, that's still an accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. For anyone who fishes ABA, anyone that fishes BBT, anyone that fishes any series. Yeah. It's accomplishment. When you, when you do well and, and you get re- rewarded for it, whether it's a plaque, whether it's a check, anything. And, 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 I, and I don't want that to ever be downplayed because yeah. those are such important, vital stepping stones for, for, uh, and, uh, for us as an angler. And, and, and it and also shows me my roots. It also yeah. shows me like what was my stepping stone to get to where I am now and, yeah. and the route that I took. And, um, you know, it's, I do understand and I am extremely, extremely grateful and super, super blessed, you know, and cause I, I know, like you said, like thousands of guys would love to be in my position right now. And, and I don't take it for granted one bit. Um, like you said, it, it has been really stressful, um, yeah, for sure. on, the, on the flip side of the coin, uh, given I have a month and a half to basically try and raise a hundred thousand dollars just to break even next year. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting rid of my Ventura apartment. Uh, and I leave on the 23rd of January and I'm, well, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to win your first elite series. So there's your hundred thousand. <laughs> Thanks man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, just I just, that in there. I, uh, I, it's, it's heavy because I, I don't have a family, you know, I don't have a wife uh, and I, I see you and, and I definitely, I, I, and I, I want, there's always the flip side. You always want things that you, you don't have. Right. And I see yeah. you with your family and it's like, that's, that's so beautiful. And I think that's amazing. So congratulations on that. Like, Thanks, you, that's, that's, that's badass. And, and, Thanks. but I also know right now, if I had, if I was in a similar position, that would be a way, way more difficult thing for me to do because I know I would, I would have to like uproot everyone to, to, to chase this dream. Um, yeah. and so the fact that I, I'm solo, I, this, I'm 33, I'm not too old, you know, yep. to, to just give something a shot. Um, and, uh, I'm just, I'm going for it, man. I'm, I'm literally, I'm going to be homeless, man. I don't, I, I don't, I'm, lo- I'm leaving like my, I have uh, this apartment's basically empty. I, I minus my tackle wall, all this is going last. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, well, there, you already know, bro, like there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people in California pulling for you next year. 
So just know that we're all going to be rooting for you, bro. Like I can't even, I can't wait to see you like literally on the elite series, like watching you like with a camera guy in your boat and stuff like that. It's going to be crazy, dude. So like I said, dude, just congratulations, bro. And I know that you're going to, you're going to give it everything you got. You're in a great spot in life. And I feel like it just all kind of, you know, fell in line for you. And, and now you're just going to go for it, dude. And no matter what, I already know I can judge, I can, you know, this is actually our first conversation, like face to face. Yeah. Yeah. And I can just tell, bro, like everything is going to work out because of the way, how positive you are and how, how good of a dude you are too, man. It's just gonna, it's just gonna line out for you. So that means a lot. I know we're kind of past like that hour mark and uh, my little one's actually coming at my feet a little bit. We got to (laughs) come to bed. Like that. (laughs) Yeah. But dude, I think maybe, Let's 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 try to circle back maybe after your first elite series. I'd love to have you back on the show and kind of talk talk about it a little bit. It'd be awesome to kind of recap maybe even each each event that you do. It'd be super fun to kind of yeah, dude. You know, I'll, follow you this year, obviously. So whenever I'm free to do it, um, February is going to be a pretty hectic month for me. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I have a. I'm just saying we'll we'll definitely circle back at some point and, oh, 100%, and bro. look back on this kidding? podcast. So let's set it let's set a 2022 goal for Maddie Wong, bro. Let's just set it right now. What's what's your goal fishing the elite series? Let's just do a let's do an like a over we did this last year a little bit with some of my other buddies. Yeah. Let's do like an unrealistic goal and yeah, let's yeah. do like your your realistic goal as well. Okay, okay. Um I think I know what your unrealistic goal is. I want to win the classic. Exactly. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, there's a one in 54 chance of me winning the classic. And it was That's the same bad, chance bro. of me fish, fishing the nationals. And so there, yeah. as long as your water, your lines in the water, there's a chance. There's so, absolute chance. There's a chance of me winning the classic. I would love to win the classic and I'm going to shoot for it because if you tell yourself that you can't do it, you won't do it. But if you tell yourself you can, you're giving yourself a chance. And like you said about like, you you know, you just you have to stay positive and you have to be able to put positive things out because the worst thing you can do for yourself is to speak negativity in your lungs. Um, And so I'm a true believer in that. So I'm putting it out there. I want to win the classic. Yeah, you heard Um, it here first. And uh, (laughs) I want to. um, Yeah, obviously, I I would love to win one of those blue trophies. I think, you know, I, I never never thought in a million freaking years dude that i'd ever yeah. get to even fish for one of those blue trophies yeah and the fact that i get to do that blows my mind um but a realistic goal uh i'd love to win rookie of the year um i would i'd love to you know give a shot at the the aoi title um are you fishing every everyone yeah everyone yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah. so every every elite stop i believe there is nine of them and then yeah. i'm also fishing three of the the opens i'm fishing the southern opens sick so well yeah. matt maddie do you go by matt or maddie it's funny i grew up going as matt and then uh-huh. so like my friends call me matt wong yeah. you know one word matt wong and okay. then and then when i got to like 18 19 i started playing music um like one of my neighbors who was like a lot older than me started calling me Maddie boy. And then one of my best friends heard him call me Maddie and he's like, what? And I'm like, don't you start, don't start that. And then, and then it's stuck. And so, um, right. whatever you're comfortable, I have, I have friends that call me Marty because of Siri. Um, but, uh, it's, yeah, that's damn autocorrect. But, uh, yeah, it's whatever you want to call me, man. Um, but right. yeah, I goes, I goes Maddie.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, I hope you keep your thumbs up this season, bro. That's Thank important. You, you too. Your thumbs up. Hell out yeah! There. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show. If you guys are not following Mr. Maddie Wong, make sure you guys can follow. Tell people where they can follow you at on your sure. social media, really quick. Yeah. Well, you can uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Maddie underscore Wong M A T T Y underscore Wong. And also, uh, I'd appreciate it if you gave a a, a little uh, sub to my YouTube channel, Capture Fish. Uh, yeah. I also have an Instagram for it too, where I post um, uh, content of fish and lures. Um, and you'll always see just fish and lures on on that main page because the fish are the star at the end of the day. Um, and uh, and then also. Sweet. Facebook, it's uh, Maddie Wong Fishing. Um, but um, yeah, I thank you so much for having me on, dude. Uh, it's yeah, man. Actually, like, be able to like have a conversation with you in person. Yeah. Likewise. Of, yeah, but uh, it's good. This won't be the last. We'll we'll definitely no, have no, some no. more talks now for sure. So, dude, hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. It's been great. Uh, can't wait to circle back with Maddie at the end of his season or in the middle of his season. We'll see how things go. Best of luck, buddy. And uh, Thank you guys all for listening. And as always, keep your thumbs ripped. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.